Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Before we begin today, a quick announcement. On November 10th, there will be a virtual conference put on by the Global DCA, which is the Global Digital Currency Association, entitled Defying Expectations. It's on November 10. It's completely virtual, totally free for all to join. Online registration can be signed up for at global-dca.org forward slash news. The keynote speaker from FTX, the CEO and founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, among many others, speaking at this wonderful event. And the purpose is to help people utilize decentralized finance to help drive institutional performance. Now, without further ado, we'll get into our podcast for the day. And welcome, everybody, to the Irish Tech News Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, where I bring you the Crypto Corner, where I interview founders, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, government officials, executives, you name it, in crypto and blockchain. And today, I have I have a film producer, a filmmaker. I can't believe this is awesome. Um, so I want to introduce my, my guest. His name is Christian Hook. Uh, Christian, welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So uh, to kick things off, um, what is your background and is it a logical background for what you do now? Well, um, I, I don't think it is. Uh, I, I basically I studied uh, illustration in Middlesex University um, and uh, it was technical and scientific illustration. Um, and then I went into music, like I, I recorded a few a few albums with a local band in Gibraltar and we had some some success in Spain. And then um, I went into teaching, I, I taught uh, uh, at, the Royal, at the Royal College of Art um, as a lecturer. And then, I mean, I've changed jobs many times and done many things, but I think that when I started doing uh, fine art, you know, uh, um, I started exhibiting and doing more creative things. Um, I met this artist in Barcelona that inspired me and I started doing completely abstract work. Um, but really I didn't study that, you know, and um, and and that's where I've you know, ended up doing everything, you know, in in, in these, uh, in the fine art world, really. Um, from then on I did, uh, I, I've done some uh, documentaries uh, uh, for Sky, Sky TV. Um, a lot of them are, uh, you know, art. Uh, I lived with celebrities for a while, and then I do a portrait of them. And a lot of the portraits ended up in the in the national galleries in in, in the UK. And so um, that was really, you know, really quite something in 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 the art world. Really, it's a, it it was something I didn't expect, you know. And uh, and and you know, from then on, it's just gone from from bigger things to to bigger things you know and now now i'm in a 
in a really um, really good place. You know, it's a it's a it's been an amazing journey. Awesome. So let's discuss your recent film, uh, painting, painting the invisible. Yeah. Um, what is it all about, and what lies ahead for you with this film? So it's just been um, aired on on Sky Arts. Um, it was aired uh, maybe I think last week was its uh, launch. We had we had the premiere of the film in in Mayfair in London in a cinema, and at the same time as my exhibition. And um, basically, I I had this idea to I wanted to be the first person to 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 attempt to um, to paint the ninety five percent of matter that's uh, invisible to the eye. And um, I mean, we live in we we live in five percent of our our eyes can only capture five percent um, of reality. So so we live in a very small um, in a in a very small spectrum of what there is, um, and therefore, uh, in order to be able to do this, in in order to be able to see um, uh, the ninety five percent of invisible matter. Um, I tried to enlist uh, a group of scientists from different fields. One that studies the universe, another that studies the teardrops, another that studies the brain. Um, but I, I wanted to get like you know the top artists, the top scientists in the world um, for each part, and then they would collaborate with me. And and we spent basically uh, I managed to do it. I managed to get them, and then I managed to spend like a year or, or more um, traveling from one place to another using their equipment and uh, and working with them too and as a as a collaborative uh, effort we we all obviously nothing could have been done without them so as a collaborative effort i ended up doing uh, these paintings which are um uh, based on the majority of reality which we cannot see so what you're saying is the movie that you created is it's all about that 95% yes um and uh, it's they're... it's it's partly it's 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 partly about that and the other part is um i had to choose a subject i mean i can't paint 95 percent of everything because i had never finished the project so i had to choose like a focal point so um uh so what i did was i i chose uh a couple like uh you know i, I chose these uh these this uh, couple that, that had been together since they were very young and um They'd split up, you know. They, they, they'd been uh, uh, for twenty years, and then they got back together. Um, she had a, a child with someone else, and then you know they had lots of problems, but they managed to, you know, get, get themselves uh, together. And then they became a spiritual, you know, uh, a team. And it was just, uh, uh, and I wanted to see what happens between two people. So my focal point was like, um, if I'm going to paint invisible, I want to paint. Um, what happens between two people because it's relevant to all of us you know what what does all these mystical things like you know connection and like you know how you love and 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 uh you know do you do you stay connected when you leave someone or you're not with them or you know all those questions i wanted to see it like i wanted to see what what's happening in between and that's what we that's what we aimed to do and that's what we you know that's what we did in the end so that's what the film is about yeah so when did you first know that you wanted to make a film someday and what it, was your inspiration? So I didn't know that I wanted to make a film. What happened was that uh, uh, many years ago, probably about, uh, I think maybe now, I think it was 2014, 
I entered a, a competition, you know, I've entered many competitions in London for art. And um, there was one year where I won, uh, you know, I think it was 12, like first prizes in, in, in international art, uh, art things. And one of them was a uh, uh, portrait artist of the year, which was um, basically they, they, they took all the, you know, lots of artists and then they would uh, televise it and you'd paint a celebrity. And um, I won the competition that year. And the prize for that was to do a documentary, a small documentary with, with, with one of the celebrities. And, and he was Alan Cumming, um, the Scottish actor. And I did that in New York. And surprisingly, when I finished the documentary, I mean, they, 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 it didn't have a script and it didn't have anything. They just said, you know, do whatever you want. So I kind of wrote, like, you know, no, I didn't write it, but I, I came up with this idea that was like, you know, quite a really bizarre idea. And I thought, look, if I'm going to have one chance at it, I'm just going to go for it and, and not do this boring program where I'm just uh, sitting down talking about the colors and the brushes. So I just, uh, you know, tried to get Alan coming to to do all sorts of things. And uh, and it was just an interesting, you know, way of finding out about him, you know. And uh, I finished the, the documentary. I went back home, and uh, and the channel called me saying that they had had uh, more viewings for that than they had for the Rolling Stones documentary, and it was uh, they were like you know really happy with it, and that they wanted me to do more. And that's how I got into it. You know, that uh, it was more like an uh, you know my my just journey took me there. You know, and, that, and that's uh, and um, I've done many since then. Great, um, awesome. So let's talk about, you know, um, I'd say I spent my, I spent the nineties, right. In the art house theaters, the rich theaters, um, in Philly and New Jersey, right. Studying all these films. And I don't think it's till now, you know, many years later that I could make a movie because, you know, uh, you have to have those life experiences in the journey. Right. Um, so with the, with the journey, how do you feel artists today and creators, you know, are gaining equity and those equitable opportunities with the popularity of, of NFTs and decentralized, you know, uh, crypto and, and blockchain. Yeah. Well, I, I have, um, I have two views about that because, um, like every, like every new thing, when, when it starts, it gets, um, you know, gets a lot of attention and, and people look at, I mean, when NFT came out, you know, they're just the words, you know, and, and, uh, a few big artists, uh, put some, some workouts. Um, it went crazy. People were spending, you know, it was new and everyone was spending you know, a lot of money on it. And I, I heard in the news, like, you know, people spending, you know, millions on everything. And, um, of course, every new thing has this, uh, temporal, you know, uh, uh, hype created behind it. But the idea on NFT is a great idea. I mean, it's, a uh, you know, it protects the artist. It gives him, it gives him the opportunity of, uh, when there is any resale, or anything that's digital people can't just copy it without the person getting paid the artist so it's a great idea however it does not change the fact that that um if you're if you're not very good at what you're doing you're not very good and that's it like eventually like you know all the hype of the actual nft itself is already dying down too many people are doing it and uh you know everyone's uh, uh joining the bandwagon on nft nft and like everything you know with time What's going to count is how good is the artist, just as it was before. The only difference is um, that now the artist has uh, uh, some protection over their work. You know, it, like there was no really uh, copyright um, 
system uh, set up before so people could just copy your work or especially if it's digital they could just use it and you know and that's it so so this is a, a great thing to protect the artist but it doesn't give them uh, any there is no difference between putting your work up on nft or putting your work up on instagram or putting your work up on wherever like if people like it and they ask you for it or they want to buy it or whatever um there's also the idea of the investment you know many many people um another good thing that nft has is that it allows um people to invest in something small uh you know most investments have been up to now you know if you want to invest money in something you go for a business or an opportunity that comes out with uh, where where the stock in the stock market or somewhere something opens up and uh, and people like are given a chance to put like a, a reasonable amount of money into something um but the nft uh, with artwork you know you can go in and spend as little as i don't know 15 pounds or even you know very 10 pounds on something and you and and you've invested in a piece of artwork and and it could end up you know it could end up uh costing more in the future or or, or whatever so it is a great idea it's just that um i think that the the at the end of the day like after a while you know it'll for the artist because the question is how will it affect the artist you know um for the artist the artists will have a, not not right now but eventually will have the same problem as before which is which is you know if you're good at what you're doing you'll get you'll be more successful and not uh, you won't and nft will just protect some stuff for you that's all so I have a follow up on that, because um, you have a you have a fine arts degree, right? And yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, I have a liberal arts degree, which is a degree in almost nothing, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, growing up, you know, I have ideas of being an artist or being a singer yeah. or, or doing improv or whatever. And I've told yeah. you got to do something that makes money, right? You got to be a yeah. accountant yeah. or you got to be a doctor yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think with the NFT and with the metaverse and all the new technology that that there's more of an opportunity for these yes. younger kids who are now going to college today? I think that it, there's a there's a there's a there's a it creates a new a new system. You know, there's a new system that's that's been developed all the time for 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 people for creative people not to have to think. You know, like I have to get like a job like nine to five in the street doing something um to be able to do to do my my you know my artwork but and but but still um i think it's still going to be difficult that part will never be easy for for artists because because um you know even if there's a higher awareness now of art and people are buying buying more through nft and there's a a greater movement with it um you know it's the very, it's the very beginning of it, really. We're still in the in the in the in the in the initial stages of it, and there is there is a lot of hype on it, and uh, and I know that um, uh, all it's all going to be great. It's, it, basically, it will make everything better. That's for sure for for new artists. It'll make everything. There'll be a place where they can when they can where they can show up the things, and uh, and people will have. Uh, uh, more awareness and they can play with this new idea which is fantastic but but once once many many artists once the 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 system is flooded with artists and everything else then it will return to the same problem which is you know 
the, the good ones have to be good, you know, and you don't have to study in university, you don't have to do anything. That's all nonsense. I mean, in in the music industry, um, you know, the top artists that we, that everybody listens to, like all of them, none of them have been to music school. I mean, it's very difficult to find a, a band or 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 a or a musician that's made it in that has a classical training or has been to to, to music school. Many of them haven't and and in the art world it's the same and in every i mean it's usually a multidisciplinary um uh, experiences that make people do uh, fantastic new things and um so it's much better to have worked um as a i don't know like uh, for example um as a bass player in a band and then become a painter like because because you understand the concept of composition in a different way and then you can apply that to a new uh, medium, and therefore you come with, you can you have you have a, a, a more chance of creating a a new uh, uh, newness. Basically, you have a, a greater chance of creating something new in a field which is not your own, because you come with a different uh, a concept with you. So. So people that mix, uh, uh, you know, that do more than one thing at the same time and then attempt to pass that, that, that idea onto something else, um, usually are the ones that, like, you know, have, a, have, a, have greater success. I agree. Um, I, I totally agree. I came into crypto with 17 years of uh, institutional corporate experience. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's change gears a little bit. You know, right. um, we talked in the beginning about you know collaborations with Nobel Prize winning scientists yep. and physicists. You know, how how have your collaborations impacted your artwork? Um, well, I've always been interested. All my collections have been on based on science, I like science and art. But um, but in this one, um, you know, the the. This has been the, probably the most challenging and also the most exciting one because, like you know, I've entered something which 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 has never been possible before. Like uh, I know that uh, all the all the greatest artists in history, like uh, you know, all the way back to to Picasso or Dali or or any of the the the, uh, the ones for, the ones that everyone knows from the past, um, they've all they they had all worked with a scientist. Um, um a lot of a lot of their best works were were influenced by by scientists even van gogh uh, at one time um had a, a, a apparently a group of friends which were all scientists and they were studying um uh um currents in the in in the in the in the air you know um uh, different temperatures and different uh, uh, flows of 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 movement and that's why that influenced his his starry nights and all these paintings that have all these circles of of, of moving, uh, uh, you know, of of the sky moving around. So obviously, people have always used science. Uh, many artists have uh, science and art have always been, you know, something where where both fields are looking to the new to find out stuff. So there's a relationship there already. From but like living in the in in this in this time right now. Um, I, I found myself in the position where, because of internet, because of Zoom, because of all the, you know, all the awareness of these NFT things and everything else that's happening, um, I, I have been able to contact uh, 
easily contact the top scientists you know in the world for each field and and we can have zoom calls and we can have all kinds of things that that, that were not possible before you know and um travel is very easy now you know uh, not 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 because of the covid obviously has made it more difficult but but i mean in general you know people travel around with 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 great ease and and all these things have made it possible for me to actually you know get all these scientists together and we could, we could all work on something you know that 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 i think in the past would have been very difficult to 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 achieve and um so it's partly the time where we live you know that, that that's been that's been uh, um has been part of the reason why why I've been able to do this yeah so now that things have changed um with the flattening of technology you know um we're we're able to to contact and reach out to people where we had to previously go through giant bureaucratic hurdles right exactly and also the the science has got to i mean the equipment they're using like you know just to go to, to we've been to space and now we've been to mars and now we're going to go to like you know every time the the materials used the technology used the equipment used the, in each section in each uh, sector of 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 science you know of, of, um has become more advanced you know the everything i mean how they can see like uh uh uh, different things in, in in a cell is like unbelievable now like you know like in your dna in your genes they can change the code i mean we've got to a different a really advanced stage in science and and therefore i have been very privileged to have been able to do something and an idea like this with all the equipment and knowledge and everything else that there is now i mean that's why i'm saying that like you know it could never have been done in the past this this idea of painting the invisible it's only now that it's possible. <coughs> Sorry. Right. So let's talk about that more, a little bit more painting the invisible, a little bit more. Um, one of my favorite words from growing up was this was this word of entropy, which most people don't know is the natural disorder of things. But you yeah. you take concepts like entropy and like I can't even pronounce this one, synesthesia. Synesthesia. Uh, yeah, yeah. How how you use these concepts in your in your uh, recent work of painting, and so, how other artists use it? So uh, with the death of uh, with the death of uh, uh, Hawkins, um, Stephen Hawking um, came. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of he's obviously in the same field as he was was this guy called Carlo Rovelli, and. Uh, um, once uh, Stephen Hawking passed away, I remember, like you know, maybe a year later, <coughs> seeing this article in, in France, um, saying that 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 Calarovelli was kind of like the new Hawkins. He was like the leading scientist in in universal matters, and he'd written three books. I, I was really interested in it. I read one of them, and then I I thought, you know, this is a, a um, this this is a great. Uh, these concepts of his are, are, are incredible. And uh, one of them, one of the things that he was talking about was was entropy. And entropy um, is basically, you know, the, the the universe is going from order to disorder. Like that's the the the, the direction, you know. And uh, so it's uh, from low entropy to high to high entropy. Um, which whatever happens in the universe basically happens in us. You know, we are we are part of it, and we are we are so so everything's happening you know together and therefore um i i met this couple and their relationship had been you know many relationships obviously go from from good to bad or to whatever so i 
I basically, you know, use a part, part of science, part of their story, part of what they tell me, part of what, uh, you know, what each scientist tells me to create the pieces of work. Um, and uh, that entropy was one of the, the, the ones where, where they started off with, with order, then the relationship went to great disorder, and then it went to some kind of order again. And, and you know, it, it's, it's very similar to, to entropy in itself. You know, it's a, it's a different form of it. So, so that's what, what that was. And um, the synesthesia was basically a synesthesiist is someone who can see um, a scientific condition. I mean, they, they put 100 people in rooms or <coughs> where they can't see each other and they ask them, what does a sound taste like? Like then they play a note on a, or, or they put some music on and they have to draw the colors and patterns that they see, but they cannot see each other. And, you know, like the, like the majority of them get everything exactly the same. So, so they know that they have the same condition because they can't see each other and they, they, they see the same things and draw the same patterns and everything. So there, there, there is a filter in our minds that does not allow us in our, in our brains, that does not allow us to see all these things, you know, the, all these, the, this extra layer of, 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 of shapes and patterns that come out of our, of our voices, of our bodies, of, our, of everything. And this lady that w was w one of the science uh, um, tools that I used was this, was this uh, lady that had synesthesia. She had tw uh, 26 types of it. And uh, she could see um, sound and touch and everything in patterns and colors and things. And she would draw... Um, these patterns on paper for me with colored pencils and other tools. And then I, then I could see like what was happening in another layer, you know, another layer of our minds, which is not open to everyone. And, um, but it's there, it's part of the invisible world. And uh, so that's, uh, I used her for, for this, uh, for this part of the project. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, so, <clears throat> Yeah, this is great. So, um, my, my last question, my next to last question is this. Yeah. Um, you say uh, that artists and scientists have a lot more in common than people think, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what, what are some of those things that, you know, artists and scientists have in common? That, that, that really, um, it's just the word art really, um, is used is usually related. I mean, immediately, like people think of art and they think of sculpture, portraits, painting, and all this stuff. But actually, art is just uh, art. The the real meaning of it to create art means to walk into the new, to create something where where to create something where uh, uh, to create a newness in something by combining things that you know that we know from different parts and we put them together and we create something that was not there before. I mean, if it, if it hasn't got a creativity itself, it's about newness. It's about taking things that uh, from different places, things that you feel about something. You know, there there are many ways of uh, many subject matters and many topics you can use. But but ultimately, you know, when you hear uh, new sounds or in in in, in music or or a new genre that appears or like you know, uh, someone someone takes rap to a different place or someone takes flamenco. And mixes it with uh, R and B and and takes flamenco to a different place. I mean, um, there is newness always in it. So newness is basically you know the, the fundamental uh, uh, thing. It's a search for something new. And I think that scientists are always like you know delving into this mad. I mean, the universe is a mad place. It's 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 crazier and more 
and, and more random and more, more, more full of, uh, uh, you know, full of surprises than our imagination can cope with. So, I mean, it's really is like a, a center for, 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 it's a study of, it's a study of where can your imagination go to, you know? And I think that, that artists have the same, the same, principally the same, the same job, really. They, they just have a, you know, they can, they can interweave with each other or they can look, um, look at it separately, but they're looking at the same thing. So looking at, at really content creation. Yeah, content creation of some of they're always trying to discover, you know, and that is uh, discover something, discover something new in what is in what is there. Uh, um, and uh, those frontiers are the ones that they both are trying to, to conquer somehow or to or to step into. And uh, and therefore they're doing the same job in different ways. You know, um, that's all. Great. So this has been a fascinating conversation for me. Thank you very thank much you for much. yeah. Thank you for your time today. I have one last my question. Pleasure, yeah. I have I have one I have one last question for all because our audience needs to do needs to know this. Um, how can people find out more information about you, about what you're doing, about your film? How 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 can they do that? So um, the film, uh, most of my documentaries are, are already in YouTube. If you if you type in Christian Hook. Um, uh, art or whatever you'll see lots of them from before but um, there's also Sky Arts um, channel which uh, um, they have a, a lot of uh, I think uh, there's a few others on on, on uh, um, Amazon Prime I think there's, there's some I haven't looked there but um, but basically Sky Arts are the ones that show my my documentaries all the time and the new one is airing on Sky Arts uh, um, on, uh, repeatedly, you know, and it's uh, airing uh, around the world, you know. So, um, so that's the place to see it. And uh, where, where most of my work, anyway, is on on. I use Instagram the most because it's the the the, the platform that you know is 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 better suited for imagery. And um, my my page is called Hook Art H Triple O K Art, and. Um, most of my new stuff and everything that I that I'm working on and everything else is, is there. Um, so obviously my website as well as christianhook.com is open, but websites are, are a thing from the past. I mean nobody nobody really uh, uses them anymore to look at stuff. So um, so I would say that the best place to look at anything, or if anybody wants to know what I'm doing next or anything, it would be on the Instagram uh, uh, Hocarts page. Yeah. Great. Thank you so very much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for 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 interviewing me, and um, um, I'm glad that you found uh, the you know the idea interesting. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News, on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news, on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE, and on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.